This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Hey, how goes it? Welcome into the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Where today we come to you from Portland, Oregon, greetings from the Northwest. I'm Sean Kelly. The Pelicans arrived here at about 2 a.m. and will play game two of their season schedule here tonight in Portland. Wrap up the road trip and we finally come home to uh, see the home crowd in the home opener on Saturday against those Golden State Warriors whom they lost to last night in the uh, first game of the season 111 95 was the final score at oracle arena and the defending champs uh, picked up right where they left off boy oh boy steph curry with 40 points last night he could have had more and uh, golden state was firing on all cylinders as they were healthy and ready to go an injury riddled and shorthanded pelicans team did have flashes last night but uh, in the end uh, did not fare well in a couple of different categories we'll hear from Head coach Alvin Gentry in just a moment, get his thoughts on what those categories were and how the game went in general. And uh, Anthony Davis will look to have a better night here in Portland this evening after going 4 of 20 from the field last night. He did finish with a team-high 18 points, but went 10 of 15 at the free throw line to get to that number. So I have a feeling that we'll see a much different Anthony Davis tonight. And the other thing is we'll uh, probably see Drew Holiday, who was uh, held out of last night's game as a part of his restrictions. Um, so in back-to-backs, as it stands currently, uh, he'll play in just one of the two, and they've decided that tonight's game at Portland was the better fit for Drew Holiday based on his practice uh, earlier this week. So uh, tonight they'll take on a Blazers team that opens their schedule tonight in front of their home crowd, and uh, they're anxious to get their season underway with a much different look, and we'll touch upon that before we get out of here. We'll also talk football today. Uh, We've got Michael Eisen, the senior writer from Giants.com, on our show. He'll help us preview Sunday's matchup against the New Orleans Saints. We'll learn, of course, about the Giants today, and then we'll know more about the Saints later on today. John DeShazer will have complete coverage on NewOrleansSaints.com later on, as this is the first full day back to work for the New Orleans Saints, looking to make it three in a row when they come home to the Mercedes-Benz Superdome this weekend. All right, back to basketball for a moment. Here is Alvin Gentry, his uh, post-game thoughts last night after the loss to the Warriors. You know, they're, they're a great basketball team. You know, they're the world champs, and uh, they got off to a great start. I thought we did a good job of uh, really fighting our way back into the game. And, you know, at one point, even got ahead by a point, I think. Uh, but then uh, we did a re- very poor job of rebounding. We gave up way, way, way too many offensive rebounds. This is not a team that you can give up second shots to. You know, that's such a threat. And then usually when you give up a second shot, uh, it's to a wide-open guy standing at the three-point line. And so I thought that really hurt us. Uh, And then again, you know, we just didn't have any rhythm to our offense. You know, we picked up a guy that played, you know, I don't know how many minutes-ish played, but, you know, we picked him up. You know, he went through one walkthrough. And that was it. So we didn't have a lot of rhythm to our offense, but thought he did a great job. I thought we competed. Uh, just did a very poor job on the offensive board. So we just have to uh, get better in that department and, you know, move ahead. Like I told the guys, we're not going to use injuries as an excuse. You know, we have five guys that we can put out there. We got to play hard and compete like crazy. 
and then whatever happens from there, we'll 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 do it. But we got to get better in the rebound department. I thought we did a good job, really, in transition. You know, I thought for the most part we did a good job. Some of those shots that Steph make doesn't matter who's out there. You know, uh, that's who he is. Uh, but then we we got to get back and get ourselves uh, regrouped and make sure that we're picking up and talking defensively. And and we had a couple of bad possessions where we did not talk uh, defensively. Of course, Alvin Gentry was hoping to get a win as his, uh, as head coach of the New Orleans Pelicans. His night started well before the loss as he received his championship ring uh, from the Golden State Warriors in a special ceremony that kicked off the evening, no doubt about that. Uh, Ish Smith made his Pelicans debut last night and played 38 minutes after being with the team less than 24 hours Smith scored 17 points, was the second leading scorer on the team, and certainly was a help in a uh, shorthanded position for the Pelicans. We caught up with Ish in the locker room after the game. Ish, you're with this team less than 24 hours, and then you're thrown into the fire tonight. <laughs> How'd it go? <laughs> uh, we didn't get the win. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, obviously, for me, um, chemistry trying to find out you know, where different guys like the ball, where I should shoot the ball, where I should not, and, and different things like that. So. I think sometimes I was reluctant to shoot, and I probably should have shot, and then sometimes I probably should have passed when I shot it. So it's just kind of trying to find the you know, field with everybody, and um, that's a good team. That's a good team, but we still held them to 42%. I think they had 20-something offensive rebounds, and that really hurt us. But um, you know how the, you know, the games are. we got 81 more back-to-back in Portland. I think it's their opening night, too. Or maybe not. I, I don't know specifically, but uh, we'll get it. Like Coach Gentry always says, like, you know, just stay with it. And uh, for me, though, it was okay. I'm exhausted, but it, you know, it was a good start. How much were you just out there playing basketball, and how much did you have any idea what the offense was going to unfold for you like? 50-50. Um, yeah. uh, well, no, take that back. It might have been 80-20. I might have just been playing ball 80% of the time and then 20% of the time, um, you know, not knowing where to go or whatnot. But, um, you know, you know, that comes with time. Your shot seems to be okay. <laughs> no, yeah, it does. It, it felt better. It looked better. Uh, I was a little frustrated because I shot tired free throws, um, exhausted free throws. They were short. But uh, like I said, it's not about me. It's about us and as a team and keep pushing, trying to find that way. But like I said, defensively we were good, but just gave up, you know, um, you know, 20 offensive rebounds. And then offensively, you know, new offense, we'll find it. And then throwing me out there not knowing what's going on, uh, I know at times we kind of were standing around. And that's not how, you know, coach wants to play. If I'm counting right, this is your ninth NBA team. <laughs> it probably feels like that. It does. In, in that mindset, though, what does it take to move from one to the next, one locker room to the next, one system to the next? I know that you have some familiarity having played in the Golden State system, the Phoenix system, but mm-hmm. still, there, there's as much an art to do what you do as there is for a guy who's been with a franchise long term. I'm going to tell you something. I tell people all the time, and uh, it, it's both ways. You look at it both ways. Somebody has been with them, been with a team. Uh, they know what they want. Um, they can kind of build that team. Uh, in my instances, trade and different things like that, um, you kind of, oh, man, this feels good, and then you got to move on. Uh, so, uh, but, you know, that's how it goes. Everybody's journey is different. Um, I thank God for my journey, and um, just continue to push. We'll see how much Smith plays tonight when Drew Holiday returns. Nate Robinson also in the fold. Robinson played 19 minutes last night, did not score, did have three assists, though, as the starting point guard for the Pelicans. Some foul trouble slowed Nate down, especially early. He picked up two fouls in like the first three and a half minutes of the game. And uh, that certainly put the Pelicans in a tough spot against a hot team out of the gate in Golden State.
David Wesley with us on the program today. It is a Wesley Wednesday, and uh, they'll make their season television debut tonight on Fox Sports New Orleans. We'll have David in just a moment, and we'll talk football too. Stay with us. From Portland on the Black and Blue Report. From sunup to sundown, there's no end to the great time you'll have at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Join us November 4th through 8th at the Country Club of Jackson for a full course of action. From first-class golf to fan-pleasing fun and, of course, lots of 100% natural chicken. So don't miss a single stroke of excitement at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Visit SandersonFarmsChampionship.com for tickets today. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. The Pelicans Pick 6 Plan presented by Domino's is the opportunity to pick the games right for you. Ticket packages are the only way to score access to the biggest games, including a matchup against LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Plus, each plan comes with a free Domino's pizza. Six game packages start as low as $54. Call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to score your Pick 6 Plan today. Guess what day it is? Hump day? Well, yeah, and it's Wesley Wednesday on the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Still to come, Michael Eisen from Giants.com. We'll talk Saints and Giants upcoming this weekend, but with the regular season being back for the Pelicans, it means Wesley Wednesday is also back. And yes, David Wesley, analyst for Fox Sports New Orleans, joins me uh, here in the lobby of the Team Hotel in Portland. Game two tonight. We're rolling now. <laughs> Everybody here in Portland is like, oh, we're opening the season. We're like, and we're rolling already. Uh, tough opener last night at Golden State. That You know, I didn't, I didn't think it would be easy by any means because you were so shorthanded and Holiday was going to have to miss last night's game. But, um, boy, that was a little bit rough there against the defending champs. It, it was. And, and I'm sure the coaching staff is going over right now what was good, what was bad, um, ball movement. Definitely has to get better. Um, but the thing that I would say to fans is patience. This is not going to happen overnight. New coach, new coaching staff, new system, guys trying to figure out where they get their shots and points from and uh, and being shorthanded. It's going to be December before this team starts to get into a little bit of a rhythm and uh, and, and there's enough talent. You just got to get the talent on the floor. Yeah, that, that would be a big help. It would also be a help, and I don't see this happening very often, but uh, not having Anthony go to 4 of 20 uh, last night would also have been also of help. Well, you, you got you to gotta assume that he felt like he had to be the guy. With so many guys out, he probably pressed a lot. I saw him doing a lot of things that he did in his first and second year. A lot of leaning, looking for contact, not creating space. He got a shot blocked twice last night. That's not really his style. Uh, you know, while Ish Smith did a great job of running the team, he hasn't been around Anthony a long time. So 
Anthony didn't really get a lot of easy baskets. Everything seemed to be contested or fouled or or challenged at the rim. Um, so he never really got into a good rhythm. And then it got in his head. He started forcing some things. And, and I think it, it kind of filtered into the team. Bad nights you want to forget about. They get to do it again tonight. He was catching, it seems like, at weird spots on the floor last night, too. And look, the numbers bear out. He is almost unstoppable in a catch-score situation. When he catches, holds, has to do something with it, that field goal percentage drops off drastically. Um, is that just the nature of the type of player he is, or is that something that he has to better develop in his game? Well, he, he will. You know, like, they're the, the stars, you know, sometimes the ball stops, and they're able to create a, a play. And obviously, when you catch, go score, you're probably open. Those are guarded, contested kind of plays, and those elite players are able to still make those plays. And, and again, last night was just a bad night. He, he'll be fine. Uh, needs to just calm down and, and go back to playing basketball. But, again, that pressure to, to, to deliver first game, you, you know, they go out there and get their rings, and, and, and you want to play well in your first game. And, and nobody really, other than, I guess, Perkins, who – all of a sudden decided to be offensive-minded last night. <laughs> Ended up with 10 points. And Ish Smith, I think everybody kind of pressed, probably held the ball too long, probably searched shots too much, but uh, they'll be fun. All right, let's talk about Smith for a minute. By the time the ball went in the air last night, I think he'd been with the team about 26 hours, give or take an hour or two. Right. Um, how did he pull that off? That was pretty impressive for a guy literally not coming in off the streets, but – coming in from another team, a journeyman in the NBA, not a traditional starter, that kind of a situation? Well, you hope your your point guard has basketball IQ, and he showed that if you limit the package just a little bit, I can find my way around. Uh, I think he did a, a really good job of, of just doing that, finding his spots, uh, even knocked down a three, and I didn't expect that at all. So, um you know, got in the paint, found guys, uh, passed the ball well, nine assists in his first day out. So uh, did a really good job, but he looks like, you know, his basketball Q, IQ is high. And um, when he starts learning where these guys want the ball and how all this stuff works, I think he'll get much better. All right, Curry had 40 last night. Um, pretty spectacular the way he, he probably could have had 50 because mm -hmm. he looked for other shooters late in the game. Um, okay, aside from the MVP, um, what did the Pelicans look like defensively to you last night? I don't think they're there yet. I think conditioning is still going to take some time. You know, I think it'll be, you know, the latter part of November till this team really understands how to play hard for those, you know, four or five minute stretches. Come get a blow, get back out there, play hard for another four or five stretches, um, and still be able to push both ways. Um, when you're running so hard on the offensive end, defenses tend to, to suffer. That's why, historically, the teams that ran a lot, they didn't defend. Golden State is the first team to really be one of those high-scoring, high-running teams that also was a pretty good defensive team. I mean, one of the best in the league. So um, that takes time, and they've been doing it for years. So, uh, yeah, I, I think they'll get it, and, of course, they're probably in there right now trying to figure it all out, and that's what they're talking about. All right, let's, let's, let's you and I do some of that here a little bit. Um, we would like a different result tonight. <laughs> um, why will it be that way uh, if we're going to think positive here? Well, you know, this team is 
made a lot of changes. Uh, they've gone from, you know, one of the older teams or middle of the pack older teams to one of the younger teams. Um, not as many weapons. Uh, Portland, that is. In Portland, yes. And so um, the one bad thing is Portland has the Pelicans number, and Damian Lillard loves to play against the Pelicans. So, um, but, you know, I think it'll be a different result. Those guys uh, for the Pelicans have kind of a, a bad taste in their mouth after last night, and I, I expect them to come out and play at a high level and go out and get this win. Having Holiday will help. Well, yes, that, that is the biggest positive. Uh, I've, I, I wish he could play his, you know, 30, 35 minutes, but, you know, with him just playing 15 to 20 minutes, uh, it will limit what he can do. But he showed in the preseason, in those 15 or so minutes, he's productive. And defensively, he's still one of the best guards. I, I, I always like to watch him cut guards off anticipate, get in front of guys, and, and I'm ready for him as well as me to get my season started. <laughs> yeah, David on television tonight after a national television broadcast last night on TNT, Fox Sports New Orleans takes over here tonight. I'm not a gambler, but I'm also willing to bet that Anthony Davis doesn't go 4 of 20 tonight as well. I I, I would I would definitely probably bet the farm on that. Uh, I, you know, he he's He's going to be much, much better. Uh, and, and, of course, the Pelicans need him to be great. I mean, he's their one player that can be great more times than not. And um, I don't think we've seen too many times where he's gone back-to-back games and stunk up the joint. Both of us would have loved to have gone home 2-0 and for the home opener on Saturday night. But if I'd have told you at the start you'd split these two games out west, would you have been okay with that? I'd have been more than okay. I, you know, I, I said, uh, you know, coming into the season, it, it, it very easily could have been 0-3 to start the season and not a bad 0-3. Uh, you're playing the world champions twice. It, it hadn't been done where you played the world champions twice in three games since the 70s. So, uh, you know, this, this is a tough, tough little road. Um, the Pelicans have one of the hardest schedules Um through the first 20 games of any any team in the league. So um, they're going to take their lumps, but while they're trying to figure out this offense and trying to figure out what they can do, they just have to weather the storm. All right. Have a great broadcast with Joel Myers tonight, and uh, thanks for another classic Wesley Wednesday. I love it. Can't wait till next Wednesday. <laughs> we'll do it again. And, of course, hopefully the Pelicans will uh, have a couple of wins to talk about. I know they will. Starting here tonight with Portland, i got a good feeling about this one. Good guests coming up. Michael Eisen from Giants.com. We'll continue on the Black and Blue Report from Portland and New Orleans and now New York in just a moment. Life is busy. You need health care that can keep up. At Auctioner, we get that. So we've made our care more schedule-friendly, like offering same-day appointments. Need a primary care physician, a pediatrician, an OBGYN? We'll get you in to see someone today. Many of our specialists are available the same day, too. And with health centers all over Greater New Orleans, there's bound to be one near you. Many are open late and on weekends for your urgent care needs. And if it's something serious, Auctioner has you covered with nationally ranked care for your most complex conditions. Want additional convenience? Now you can make appointments with many of our physicians on our website. And once you become an Auctioner patient, 
you'll be able to do even more online, like email your doctors, see test results, and refill your prescriptions, all with a simple click. Make an appointment today at auctioner.org or call 866-AUCTIONER. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get texts with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelican Mobile Alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus, sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. We've talked certainly basketball today, but we need to turn our attention to football as the Saints and the Giants are getting ready for a meeting on Sunday at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. And to help us get our conversation on the week started, we brought in Michael Eisen. He's the senior writer from Giants.com. Kind enough to join us and tell us a little bit more about the New York football Giants. Michael, good morning. Greetings to you on this Wednesday. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, we uh, certainly appreciate it, no doubt about that. And then we'll see two interesting teams here coming up on Sunday. Two teams that seem to be going in a much better direction than when they both started. And uh, as far as the Giants are concerned, uh, what has led to some of the turnaround here for a 4-3 and three football team atop the NFC East? Well, uh, I, I, I'm not sure if there was a great turnaround. Uh, we didn't really play badly in the first two games. We just kind of... Uh, came up short at the end and lost them. We really could have uh, been 5-0 and all at one point, but as you know, in the NFL, you are what you are. And, uh, you know, we really just had one bad performance all year. That was uh, a week ago Monday in Philadelphia, and uh, we rebounded nicely against Dallas the other night. So I think we've been pretty consistent most of the season in our performance. And with that consistency, what would you say the hallmarks of the performances have been? What's the character of the Giants right now? Uh, well, we're trying to uh, – uh, Tom Coughlin likes a balanced offense. He always strives for a balanced offense. And uh, we certainly have leaned more toward uh, gaining yards passing the ball this year. We were the last team in the league to have a 100-yard performance. That happened Sunday uh, against Dallas. So we, our identity offensively has really been more through the air. Uh, Eli Manning has played very well. He was the NFC Offensive Player of the Week uh, for his performance in the San Francisco game. So uh, uh, I, Tom wants more balance offensively, defensively. Uh, until Sunday against the Cowboys, we've been very good stopping the run. We were among the league leaders. Uh, they gashed us for 233 yards. And frankly, we've we've struggled to stop the pass all year. So we're... Uh, we're really trying to shore up the run offense and the pass defense. Speaking of that run offense, there's there's one of a couple of different homecomings here for uh, different members of the Giants. One of them would be Arlene's Darkwa, who played his college football at Tulane University. It seems it's been running back by committee. Is Darkwa now a, a factor in that, and and can that run game turn around a little bit? Oh, I don't think there's any question it could turn around. Uh, our offensive line, I think, is very good. For some reason, why we haven't not run the ball better, I really can't explain that. But I think Darkwell will be a part of it. Uh, those of us who saw him at training camp and during the preseason, uh, I believe he was our leading rusher in the preseason, uh, thought he deserved more playing time. Uh, he got it only on special teams until Sunday. 
but he's been performing well on special teams and in practice, and the coaches felt that he deserved a chance at a game, and he really made the most of it. And uh, I think from now on, uh, they're going to go with the hot hand. Who's ever gaining the yards, that's who's going to carry the ball, and he is certainly going to be in the mix from now on. Yeah, it seems like that's a lot of cases around the NFL right now. The other homecoming, of course, is Odell Beckham, uh, who returns here to Louisiana. Uh, what's the latest on his hamstring? It seems like that receiving core in general has had some nicks and dings. Yes, uh, uh, Odell Beckham and uh, Ruben Randall, who's also from Louisiana, uh, they've had uh, hamstring issues uh, for a couple of weeks. Uh, Odell is better. He's practicing today. Uh, which is an improvement. He did not practice really in the last uh, two weeks uh, until the day before the game when he did a little bit of jogging and participated a little bit uh, on the field. Uh, but he's practicing today. He is getting better. He said Monday that the hamstring has improved, so hopefully there will not be a setback there. Michael Eisen, senior writer from Giants.com, with us here on the Black and Blue Report. News yesterday about a certain defensive lineman who has been out for the Giants signs a one-year deal in Pierre Paul, and how was that news received yesterday, and what's realistic for him in rejoining the Giants? Well, it was uh, received with great excitement for several reasons. Uh, first of all, he's very popular around here. Uh, he's a very good player uh, when he's at the top of his game. He's a two-time pro bowler, and he led the team in sacks last season. And frankly, it was uh, well-received because uh, the Giants have only nine sacks this season. That's the second lowest total in the league after Atlanta. So we need a premier pass rusher, and he is a premier pass rusher. Now, when exactly he'll be back in the lineup uh, is unknown at this time. Uh, Coach Coughlin's uh, uh, new Wednesday news conference, which usually deals with the uh, upcoming opponent, was almost entirely about JPP today, mm-hmm. and he's going to be a practice and go through some individual stuff, and then he's going to work off to the side with the trainers. Uh, we have a two-week, uh, two-game, I'm sorry, uh, roster exemption for him. Uh, we have three more games before our bye. Uh, I think the assumption by most people is that he will uh, return to the field on November 29th against Washington after the bye, although it's possible that he will improve uh, or demonstrate before that that he's ready to play and perhaps play against New England on the 15th, which is the game before the bye. But uh, he, will, he won't play Sunday. Okay. And there's still plenty of football to be played as both teams reach just the halfway point this weekend. Michael, when you look at this matchup with the New Orleans Saints, what are the unique aspects of Sunday's meeting in your eyes as we stand here on Wednesday? Well, the thing, frankly, that stands out to me is that we just have not played well in New Orleans. The Giants have not won in New Orleans since 1993. Now, we haven't played there that often. We've only played four times since then, but... Uh, the last two times we've been there, which was 2009 and 2011, uh, we lost by a combined 97-51. So we just have not played well uh, down there. And uh, we just have to do better I, defensively. Uh, Drew Brees has really ripped us apart in the last two games we were there. And we've really got to step up our pass defense. Uh, and again, as I just mentioned, we're, our pass rush has not been very good this year. Uh, so it's really going to be up to the secondary to, to, to uh, play a good game. Well, Michael, New Orleans is one of the few cities that can rival New York with regard to good food. We hope that you find a good meal this weekend and enjoy your visit, regardless I'm of the sure outcome. I'm sure I will. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate your time. Have a great rest of your week, Michael. You too. Thank you very much for having me.
Absolutely. Michael Eisen with us from Giants.com. We'll continue in just a moment on this Wednesday. From sunup to sundown, there's no end to the great time you'll have at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Join us November 4th through 8th at the Country Club of Jackson for a full course of action. From first-class golf to fan-pleasing fun and, of course, lots of 100% natural chicken. So don't miss a single stroke of excitement at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Visit SandersonFarmsChampionship.com for tickets today. Fall is here, which means there's a new purpose to get excited about at Smoothie King. It's time to bundle up against the weather outside and give your immune system a little extra support on the inside. At Smoothie King, we're blending our new Immune Builder smoothies to help you stay strong all season long. Fortify your body with more than 2,000% of your daily vitamin C and all natural immune supporters like vitamins A and E, zinc, and selenium. Try a mixed berry or orange Immune Builder smoothie today. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. Again, more Saints coverage later today on NewOrleansSaints.com and your Saints mobile app. Drew Brees is scheduled to speak with the media today. He's been playing very well, and we'll look to do uh, another number on the Giants this coming weekend in that kickoff at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. All right, basketball tonight, 9 o'clock tip-off from the Moda Center here in Portland. We'll have coverage on the Pelicans radio network. Our coverage does begin at 8.30. Daniel Salerson will be hosting Pelicans warm-up for you. And we'll see a much different Portland team tonight. Remember Al Farouk Aminu, the former Hornet and Pelican? Well, he is now a starter with the Trailblazers. The only starter you may recognize from a year ago is Damian Lillard. Lillard is uh, really the lone holdover uh, from a starting lineup that's seen a complete rebuild. Myers Leonard also starting tonight. Mason Plumley at the starting center for the Blazers tonight. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully the Pelicans split the road trip. Uh, before coming home to take on the Warriors on Saturday night. Other than that, we'll see you tomorrow on the Black and Blue Report. It'll be a busy Thursday that includes the Alvin Gentry Show tomorrow night. We'll preview that for you tomorrow. We'll also speak with the voice of the Saints, Jim Henderson, on this very podcast. Go Pelicans tonight. Hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday, everybody. We'll see you next time here on the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans, the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.